We'll say a few miscellaneous halakas or minhagim regarding the neiros, and then we'll move on to other halakas. So one minig, which I think is just beautiful for me to say over, I heard it from my grandmother, Sochoen Lavraka, who was one time staying by our house for Shabbos. She commented, we set up two neiros for her, and the candlesticks I set up symmetrically across the two sides of my wife's uh, candelabra, leichter. And my grandmother looked at me like I was nuts, and she said, what do you mean? Don't you know you have to put the two neiros together? I did not know that. Well, there is an Indian to write, light two neiros is because of Zakar Vishamar. And because Zakar Vishamar Bedibur Echon, Hashem said them together miraculously <coughs> as one. So there's an Indian of having the two neighbors that you light next to each other and not separated, uh, certainly not in two different rooms. But uh, even when you're setting them up, the two neighbors. Uh, should be together. What's the Indian of adding more? Many people have a minig to add another ner per child. The source of the minig comes from the fact that it says if a woman forgets to light a ner one Shabbos, or if she's negligent in some way from lighting a ner one Shabbos, so, you know, we say the first time we forgive, the second time we give a knas. We fine her to make sure that she's reminded for the future to always light. She has to add nerois. And therefore, it became the common custom that a woman who used to go to the hospital to give birth, and she used to stay in the hospital, stay bedridden for quite a while, she would commonly miss one Shabbos of Neiris. And because of that, it became the custom to light an additional Ner per child. Many people just have the custom always to light two, and not more than that. Many people have the custom when they're traveling, they only light two. Do we light wax or oil? Well, even though in Alakar and in the Mishtagis it seems like wax is a problem, our wax candles are perfectly fine. Even the Maralu says that wax candles are a problem for Hanukkah. He agrees that for Shabbos the main point is to have a nice, steady flame burning, and our wax candles are just perfectly fine for that. Rebzi Kanievsky used to have two different types of neighbors set up, some wax and some olive oil, I'm not sure which one was which, but one was for Ner Neshama, for some people that she was lighting for, and one was for Shabbos. I have no idea what's was on that, but in the book about Rebbe Zinkanievsky, it's brought down that Rebbe Chaim Kanievsky continued to do the same. Some for Shabbos and some for Ner Neshama. An interesting Shaila recently came up, and what is the halachic status of candles that are not lit? Or a candelabra? Is a candle that's not lit considered muksamachmas gufay, in which you cannot move it, gufay mekaymai, when you just need the space, or is it considered a klisha malachtilisr, which is a vessel, a utensil, an item that primarily is used for isr, but it may have some other use, which would allow you to move it around um, if you need its space. Keep in mind, this question only applies when the candles are not burning. An unlit candle has this question, and the, the uh, Mr. Paskins is considered a cliche malachtelisser, which would allow you to clear an unlit candle from the table if you need the space. The Chazanish says that an unlit candle is a muksa You would not be allowed to move it if you just need the space. However, a lit candle has a much more severe form of muksa upon it. Number one, when you move a candle, when you move a nair, whether it's liquid or a, a 
wax candle, it affects the flame. And therefore, any movement of it could cause it to burn brighter, or it could shift some of the liquid wax or oil that's around it to diminish some of the light of the flame. And you could be dealing with an Isidoraisa of Mavir, of igniting a flame, causing a flame to burn more brightly, or distinguishing a flame. And therefore, while a candle is lit, there is no heter whatsoever for it to be moved. However, if you set up a candelabra properly with some kind of tray with candy and food on it, after the candles burn out, it would then be permitted to move the tray out of the out of the way if you want to change the tablecloth or whatever because the tray itself will be a buses to the food and if you're moving the tray let's say you're moving the tray because you want the candy elsewhere then it will be considered tiltal minatsad indirectly moving the candelabra while the flames were not burning and an indirect movement of a davar muksa can be moved let's say davar heter